You're listening to Illini Life Audio, messages from a community of Christian believers on the campus of University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. For more audio and video content, visit IlliniLife.org. First, first, let me, let me just tell you how happy I am to be back. Uh, you know, I told Lewis this morning, he said, are you excited? I said, uh, well, I'm happy, but I'm actually really excited. I missed you all. Now, for those who don't know me, I grew up in the 1960s, in the Chicago suburbs, went to New Trier West High School. Any New Trier people here? No. Uh, you know what? They're all at Harvard. Okay. So... <clears throat> But I went to Western Illinois University, way a step down from that, where as a freshman, I heard the gospel for the first time. And I accepted Jesus as my Savior. At the time, all I did was pray a sincere prayer that Jesus would forgive me of my sins. And I didn't do anything else with it. I didn't understand how the gospel fit into my real life. Four years later, by a twist of fate, I discovered that a movie series was playing on campus about the truth of the Christian faith. It was called, How Should We Then Live? The Rise and Decline of Western Thought and Culture. Now, I know... That probably sounds lame and like no fun to watch at all. But it dramatically elevated my respect for the truth of the Christian worldview. The creator of the series was Francis Schaeffer, who along with his wife Edith, founded a ministry called Labrie, high in the Swiss Alps in 1959, when they opened their home to be a shelter, l'abri, shelter in French, for people searching for answers in life, in faith, trying to understand the world that they were living in, and where those people who came would experience the Christian life lived out in a real way. Now, the film series was not perfect, and if I showed it to you now, you would easily see that it is dated. But... It was then a popular, exciting, eye-opening series. And it was in that time, watching and discussing those films, that I really gave my life to God. And I committed myself to living the wider gospel that that series presented for the rest of my life everywhere I would go. After college... I went on to teach high school for four years. I taught industrial technology, then spent six years working in architectural engineering here in Champaign-Urbana. Before, did that before, a few others and myself started Illini Life in 1989. I don't even know how long that is, but it has been a pretty wild ride along the way. We've spoken the gospel to thousands of students, to people 
in Ukraine and Mexico and Honduras and Haiti. And we think we've been faithful to the full gospel message every step of the way. But because the world is locked in a spiritual battle, the work of ministry has been hard work. There have been hundreds of successes for us as a church, but there's also been some serious challenges along the way. At times, stressful periods of conflict. And that's because we just live in a fallen world. It's a, it's a troubled place, and that doesn't uh, make churches immune. Now, as Al mentioned, Alan, you never get called Al. Let's not get it started either. I just completed a six-month sabbatical, and I'm feeling good. It was an incredible time. Um, Probably the best sabbatical that a person could have. But I wasn't feeling good last spring. I felt tired. It was taking me a lot longer to get things done. And those who knew me could tell that I was looking tired. I was feeling weary. So the Illini Life leadership team granted me a generous time away for rest and recharge. Now, as I thought about ways to spend my sabbatical, my pastor and my supervisor, Greg Veneta, helped me to set some priorities. Number one, to invest extra time in my sons. Second, since I find refreshment in physical work and adventure, outdoor adventure, I'm going to have to put some of that in there. And then third, make sure that I'm listening to God and I'm listening to everyone that I, I talk with along the way because God will speak to me through this six months. So how did it go? What happened? Well, I started with my boy. Andrew, who is 13, is really into video games. And not just any video game. Super Smash Brothers Melee. All right? It's not it's an older game. Not a lot of kids his age play Smash Brothers. But Andrew competes with college men here on campus, and he is sometimes winning now. Now, together, Andrew and I attended two. Melee conferences, tournaments, one in Detroit with 1,500 competitors and one in uh, Orlando that had 2,600 competitors. I mean, this is like geek Woodstock, you know? Uh, But I don't think, hey, I don't think, I don't want you to think that all Andrew and I did was geek out. We also uh, built 70 feet of new cedar fence in my backyard, and he's getting to be a really good worker. My older son, Joey, has had some difficult times over the last few years, so I spent time helping him uh, find jobs, and um, we re-roofed part of our house. And he joined me also with working for Habitat for Humanity over the summer. But uh, to really rest, Janelle and I knew that we had to get away. So we spent two weeks in Colorado and two weeks in the United Kingdom, Scotland and England. For the rest of that story, you're going to have to wait till the next time that I speak here 
And that'll be a message. So this is just part of my story. And I'm Wayne Wager. <laughs>